occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 73. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses on this great day. Every day is a great day if you make it. That it is, yeah. Sorry about the lack of episode last week. We entirely forgot what we were doing. We got our vaccine for coronavirus. Kate got a new, new job. I got bored of the old new job. It had been six weeks, so I was like, ugh, yuck. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> they want me to do work now. Yuck. Disgusting. <laughs> um, and then we went completely missing from social media because I was too embarrassed to admit that we were so busy we forgot about the episode. Yeah. It's not that I forgot about the podcast or all you lovely people. I forgot that it was Tuesday was the issue. And we've not yet gotten to a good schedule of recording since moving house, but we will. That was a big struggle for us, and yeah, Sid ended up staying with us for longer than I presume she anticipated, to be honest. So it was all just, you know, we just turned into a frat house for like two weeks, so. We are going to sort ourselves out, and we're going to release the best episodes ever. Heck yeah, we are. And then in like a month, you won't even recognize this show, because it's going to be so unbelievably good. You're going to be like, where did those flimsy-ass ladies go? And we're going to be in their place. Wow. I am so stoked. Also... I'm going to get big, strong arms, too. If... Just because. If you are within the right age group, go and get your COVID jab. Go. The more people who get the jab, the more people we can meet up with. The more people I can kiss on the lips. Yeah. We can meet you and we can we can just touch your little face. Everyone's just become an anti-vaxxer. Anyway, what are you covering today, Kate? This week, I'll be telling you all about the Philadelphia Experiment. An alleged military experiment with a big old cover-up, possibly. That sounds honestly very exciting and I'm really excited. Good. I'm talking about Elvis Ain't Dead, yo. Don't ever talk like that on the podcast again. He faked his death and he's living. Or he, he was, at least. We'll get we'll get into it. I'm excited. But first of all, we've got some strange news this week. Is the devil in Yemen? No. From Fran- France24.com. So in Yemen, there's this hole in the ground known as the well of hell, which Ooh. is both delightful in how it sounds, and also really fun to say. The whale of hail. Close to the Oman boulder, border, boulder, boulder. <laughs> the Oman boulder. The well oh of man, hell. that's <laughs> a boulder. Stop it. <laughs> the well of hell is 30 meters wide, and it's thought to be between 100 and 250 meters deep. It's a deep old well. Big for water consumption. Well, it's not, there's, not, there's no water in it. It's just like a hole. Well, that's it's not a well a, then, is it? Just a big hole. The point of a well is that there is water. Not necessarily. Is a dried up well still a well? A water well is is separate, right? I should have. Anyway, local folklore. Hang on. Shut up, Kate. Let me tell you. No, I'm trying to talk about the well of hell. The well, wells are water sources. That is what makes a well. And now you know. Do you know that for a fact? I'm pretty sure because like a dried up well was once a water source. I don't think you can have wells without water. I think they go hand in hand. 
when I just said define well on the internet, but it's trying to make me feel like stupid. It's like, well, it means you're healthy. Shut up. <laughs> Hole in the floor. For water. Oh, yeah, water spring. Wow, yeah. you, you do know things. Look at you trying to mug me off. <laughs> anyway, please let me go back to the well. Mm -hmm. Yes, continue. So folklore says that the hole was created as a prison for demons. And this likely started because of its general spookiness combined with the foul smell that comes out of it. General spookiness combined with a foul smell? Me. <laughs> it's thought to be millions of years old. But all the news about it seems to be recent. I'm not quite sure why. Um, residents say that objects near the hole can be sucked into it. But again, it's likely just folklore. Yemen officials have never reached the bottom of the well. But, and so they don't know what's inside of it. They said that they've travelled 60 feet down into the hole, but smelled something strange, and noticed other strange things, and said it's a mysterious situation. And that's about it. That's the biggest cop-out ever. Exactly what you want to hear from officials. How do they know that it is between 100 and 250 metres deep if they've not been there? Yes. I don't know. They've, they've just... They've, they've just thrown a marble in and been like... Ugh. It could be 65 metres deep, but they don't know. It could be 61 metres deep. No sunlight enters the well, and anyone who tries to capture footage of it fails, like inside of it. But sometimes birds fly in and out, so I guess it can't be that bad. If it's good enough for the seagulls... I don't think they have seagulls in Yemen. It's good enough for me. Why did you just make the name seagull? Like that. It's seagull. Huh? Seagull. You made it like Goldman. Or like Sid said Waterstons. Seagull. This is not a last name. Seagull. Seagull. Stephen ah. Seagull. Tell me about your, your, your cover up. Alright, I'll get straight into it. My sources are Wikipedia, historicmysteries.com, matrixdisclosure.com, people.howstuffworks.com, scientificmystery.com, mysteriesareunsolved.com, notfromearth.org, and conspiracy.fandom.com. I'm going to take a wild guess and say that this is an unsolved mystery. I have got to tell you, you're wrong. Well, fuck. You're not. <laughs> you're entirely right. I just didn't want you to be right. Okay, so you're in charge of a country. Hooray. Sick. Now you're at war. Sorry. Oh. So if your navy were going up against another navy... What would be the best skill for your ships to have? Possible or impossible, doesn't matter. Invisibility. Perfect. That is exactly the one I wanted you really? to pick. Really? Yes. Well, it's because it's the correct one. Well, this is something that apparently the USA tried out during the Second World War. Let me explain. Please do. Back in 1955, a book called The Case for the UFO by Morris Jessup was released. It was to do with UFOs, obviously, and how they might function, something to do with the propulsion technique of a UFO. I don't know. I didn't read the book. Sorry. This got a couple of write-out letters from readers, two of which were from a man named Carlos Miguel Allende. His real name was Carl Allen, but he made it really cool. So I'm going to stick with Carlos for the whole time. Fair enough. In one of his letters, he said that he actually witnessed the US Navy turning the USS Eldridge invisible in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard after a green fog coated the ship. Ooh. Carlos thought that the Navy did this through the use of a force field, 
rendering the ship invisible to both the human eye and to radar too. This is no mean feat either, because the ship was over 300 foot long. Wow. Yeah, big boy ship. This isn't like a lilo going invisible. Not only did he see it disappear, he also claims that it teleported to New York. And not only that, it teleported to a different dimension and encountered aliens. Okay, this is getting a bit too much yeah. all at once. Although we don't have any alien accounts to back this up, Carlos also says... So this is like two separate occasions that this happened that he knows of with this boat. And on the other occasion, he was on the SS Andrew Ferusseth in Norfolk, Virginia on October 28, 1943, when he saw the Eldridge turn up. So not only had he seen it disappear from this Philadelphia place, he also then saw it reappear somewhere completely different on a different time. Okay, maybe it's really quick. This reappearance caused some issues. Those on board the USS Eldridge had gone mad. Oh no. Some had disappeared forever. And others kept switching between being invisible and not. Ooh, that's not very good. No, that's not what you need from a crew. Definitely not. Massively inconvenient. The ship also teleported through time, as it was gone for four hours, killing several sailors on board the USS Eldridge. Apparently, it caused some of the crew on board to actually fuse with parts of the boat itself. Ew. With limbs being trapped between metal layers of the ship. This is one of those um, unrealistic fears I have. Being fused? Yeah, but I think it's also like a fascination. Isn't it that like that thing where if you shove your arm into a table, there's like a small chance that it could it could get stuck in there? It could fuse? That's like a thing, right? Or is it a door? Probably the same thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. And that makes this better. Because <laughs> it sounds like you're just off your nut. I would presume either you would break your hand or break the door. Right? I don't know. I'll try and find out. Continue. Okay. So unsurprisingly, the man who received the letters, Morris, in case you forgot, thought that Carlos was an absolute crackpot, in his own words. Not only because of this far-fetched report, but also because he claimed that it was backed up by Einstein's unified field theory, and that Einstein had told Carlos about it himself. If anyone wants to know more detail about the unified field theory, then I beg of you to find a different podcast, because I tried to learn more, I read it, the Wikipedia page, and my brain hurt. I read it in simple English, my brain still hurt. So here we are. There were some physics-slash-math symbols. I just gave up. That's fair enough. But one of my sources said that the theory states in part that when light bends, so does space and time. Please don't help me if that's wrong. I mean, that sounds like something that would be right. Spacey-wacey. Timey-wimey. Yeah. <laughs> the theory with the Eldridge is that it had generators on board and coils, and the coils would be generated through the generators, obviously. And then it would wrap the ship in a powerful electromagnetic field, which was so strong that it would bend light and sound, making the ship nearly invisible. Ah. I feel like that's really, really dumbed down. 
but I understood that much. I need that. As well as mentioning Einstein, other conspiracies around the Philadelphia experiment have mentioned Nikola Tesla. Apparently, Tesla was the one making necessary calculations and drawings for the experiment, and even provided the generators for the use of teleportation. However, when it got closer to the time, Tesla told the government that he wanted wristbands for the sailors that would basically ground them and not let them get lost in space and time, or lose their minds. Fair enough. However, the government allegedly denied this request, as they'd already spent too much money on the project. So Tesla left because he was like, this is unethical, I can't stay and watch these people die. And shortly before the Philadelphia experiment took place, Tesla died, and the FBI took all of his stuff, as we know. So we'll never know if he was actually involved or not. Interesting. The ship, like every other ship, has a log where it dates where it was and if anything notable is going on. However, around October 1943, it was nowhere near Philadelphia, as it was on a shakedown cruise in the Bahamas. For those interested, a shakedown cruise (laughs) is where they test out the performance and efficiency of a new ship. This is because the ship was only actually commissioned in August 1943, so it was just a baby. Ah, newborn. Newborn ship. Similarly, the SS Andrew Faruseth was nowhere near Norfolk in October. Not only that, but William S. Dodge was the captain of one of these boats. Which one, I'm not entirely sure, but apparently he and his crew say that nothing strange happened in Norfolk. Hmm. Just two years afterwards, the, the original guy that I was talking about, Morris, was contacted by the Office of Naval Research from Washington, D.C. They'd received a copy of Morris's book that was annotated fully with different pink inks. It looked like three people had been communicating sort of through the book at different times. Ooh, that's fun. The only name was Jemmy, like J-E-M-I. Not Jenny from the block. Jemmy. Jeremy. (laughs) But the Office for Naval Research had labelled the other ones Mr. A and Mr. B. Mm. In the book, they all called each other gypsies and talked about two different races of people living in outer space. They didn't use typical punctuation, capitalization, or grammar, and they gave all the pros and cons of Morris's theory about UFOs from the book. Although this seems like super exciting evidence that aliens are real, and the US harness the power of invisibility... People think that the writing in the book was all done by one person with three pens. After studying the handwriting and subject matter, people think it was just Carlos again. Carlos? Being a bit of a kook. Come on, my boy. (laughs) Trying to freak people out. I was excited about that, my dude. I mean, it might just be a cover-up. It might be a cover-up. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I have a lot of ideas. Keep going. (laughs) So... What could the Philadelphia experience, experiment, not experience, have actually been? A new experience for us to try. Well, Edward Dudgeon served in the Navy from 1942 to 1945, and he said that the USS Engstrom was docked alongside the Eldridge back in 43. On board the Engstrom, they were completing an operation that involved using a powerful electromagnetic field. 
not for invisibility from the human eye, instead trying to make the ship invisible to undersea mines and torpedoes through the concept of deperming the ship. What I mean by that is basically they were trying to get rid of any magnetic field the ship might have had before that would have attracted magnetic mines that the Germans had put in the waters so it wouldn't get set off. This would explain why weird magnetic contraptions were seen on ships then, because this kind of thing was fairly common, like, it wasn't every ship, but it wasn't unheard of. Okay. This could have been coupled with the idea that ships used to be secretly moved through canals to avoid the threat of German submarines that were on the hunt. They moved military ships this way if they were not yet fully operational and couldn't defend themselves if it came to a fight. So they would like block off inland canals from like commercial ships and just sort of secretly move their own naval ships about. It also cut down considerably on some journey times. I think one that I was reading was it would normally take two days to get somewhere, but if you use the inland canals, it would take six hours. Oh, wow. So if someone was looking out of the ships, they might notice that a ship like the Eldridge was there one moment and then seemingly gone the next, even though it wasn't witnessed going out of the main exit of the dock. This could also have been coupled with, and yes, I feel like I am grasping at straws at this point. People think maybe Carlos saw people disappearing because young seamen would go drinking in bars on the docks, even if they were underage. And then if a fight broke out in the bar, these underage seamen were immediately removed, whether they were involved in the fight or not, because no one wanted the police to come over and be like, this guy's drinking in your bar, I'm shutting you down. Fair enough. And then if the police asked about these underage people, patrons would just tell the law they disappeared without a trace. Oh. So I guess if you put those three things together, yeah, it feels unlikely, but it could explain why Carlos thought that the Philadelphia experiment was real without just writing it off as the ramblings of a crazy dude, which I hate to do, because it's like the least exciting version of the story. <laughs> well, also, we don't know. Yeah. And if you're interested, there's a movie called The Philadelphia Experiment that came out in 84 that really just recaps what I've told you guys. It adds to the legend surrounding the crazy situation. There's like a brutal scene near the end where some guys like burnt and like fused with the ship and stuff. Pretty crazy. That sounds really gross. Of course, we haven't seen it. <laughs> but if you watch it, let us know if we should. Okay. And that's it. That's that's the end. You want to do the scare scale? Yes. Okay. How scary? Four. Being fused with a ship is terrifying. Being fused with anything is terrifying. Like that episode of Spongebob where Spongebob and Squidward get fused together. Horrific. Also, the idea of the USA having the power to make things invisible. It is terrifying. That scares me. Mm-hmm. How dangerous do you think this experiment was? Well... I don't know because I don't know whether it happened. Well, that's likelihood. Mm, see, that's the thing. So let's say it happened. How dangerous? If it happened, then, then five. Because people died. Because people died. And or horribly injured, stuck inside of a ship until you die and then you're just there. Um, and also, you would be an insanely dangerous um, 
foe. Yeah, thank you. That was the word I was I was trying to think of. Like, obviously, I'm not trying to... I don't want to talk about war. But, like, you would be. You would be way oh, worse. Oh, yeah, no one's going to beat you. Yeah. They can't see you. And whether that's good or bad, it doesn't... It's none of my business right now <laughs> to think about. But, like, you would be unbeatable if you could do all of those things. And it's scary that we could have that power. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot to say in the actual body of my, my research, <clears throat> but there was a guy called Al Bielek, Bielek, and he was apparently in the sort of US, I don't know, undercover type stuff. <clears throat> and he claims that he doesn't remember January of that year because he was under mind control. Okay. And he himself worked on mind control of others, which is why no one else could back up Carlos's, like, I saw a ship disappear. Oh. Um, oh. Al also claims that he teleported and time traveled himself and that he went to Mars a bunch. Oh, okay. But I just want to let you know. Thank you. So how likely do you think it is? I'm going to sound like a crazy person, but I'm going to say three. You're right. You do sound like a crazy person. <laughs> Why three? Because I don't know. It could easily be any of those combinations of things you mentioned. It could be one of them. But, and that's completely, I, I get it. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, however, I don't trust the government. Fair. If Nikola Tesla is involved, I don't trust that it's not something to do with aliens or some other power that is communicating through him because I have a lot of theories about that guy. And I find him absolutely fascinating. And also, I kind of believe that um people in power have the the power of aliens i guess fair or at least if it's not aliens powers that they wouldn't disclose to the general population oh yeah well the government is hiding things from you the government tells you that yeah exactly <laughs> and like i it scares me to think about and it scares me to talk about in case i get removed from the world but you know even if it's not the whole ship turned invisible and they did all of this space-time stuff, even if it was just the mind control thing so that they couldn't remember something, I think that would still be plausible, Fair. to be honest. Okay, so what are your ideas then? My ideas are all of the, the debunking, that makes sense, the, the underage drinking, the canals, and the other experiment that was a lot less intense. Alien technology human technology that's been hidden from us and was, was used, was experimented with, I guess. Um, other experiments? What do you mean by that? Well, say that they were experimenting with something that wasn't any of those things. It was nowhere near as advanced or as dramatic, but they still didn't want people to remember it because it was still a bit spooky. So then they, they mind-controlled, they brainwashed people to not remember it. Okay. Fair. And they didn't with, with Carlos, which is why he went on to say all of these things. He's the one that got away. Or, you know, he could just be... He could just be a massive conspiracy theorist and just wants to believe these things or chooses to. Fair enough. And for that reason, I'm going to discredit the, the notebook. Yeah, the notebook was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then I was like, hmm... 
I don't know if handwriting experts will like, but then anyone can be paid to say anything. Yeah, well, that's the thing with with these ones is that like you just don't know, and I never want to be like that's stupid because the world is huge and so is everything, and you just don't know. You don't know anything, so I can never be like <laughs> you that's not specifically. True. You know nothing. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. You just can't. It's not like a crime where you're like, this person killed someone. Are they bad? Yes. Like you just don't know. But equally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the thing with government conspiracy theories because it's like, realistically, if a government had the power to teleport or whatever, to turn a ship invisible, they are going to make sure they clean up as many of their loose ends as possible. They are not going to let that get out. They are, you know, that is big stuff. They are going to want that. And even if they have to, like, kill everyone that's been fused with a boat, you know what I mean? They would totally do that. yeah. You just, you never know. No, you never know. Oh, it could just be a story, I guess. It could have just been completely normal and then this has just become like a... People online, people talking, you know. Speaking of people online talking... Us? We're here. We are online talking, streaming, da- downloaded For onto the love your of device. God, just tell them our social medias. If you like the podcast and you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at Myths Magic Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want to support us and join our Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash Myths Magic Murder and get some cool exclusive stuff. Yeah, you can see our faces talking to you about things that you might want to know about. I think the last thing we did was haunted... Haunted fast food restaurants. Haunted fast food restaurants, yes. Uh, Sometimes I do some psychology bits, sometimes Abby does some demonology bits. It's a good time, we have a laugh. You get to see us having a laugh. We've got video content. Oh yeah, baby. We've also got 10% off of our merch. If you want to go have a look at the merch, it's over on our website, midsmagicandmurder.com. Over on there as well, we've got a little referrals bit where you can tell us your creepy stories, you can tell us stories that you want us to cover. And if you have any haunted happenings, terrifying tales, or spooky stories, then you can email those over to us on mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Okay, you ready to talk about more conspiracy stuff so that we can sound like we just don't understand what the world is about? I know, I promise we're not here in little tinfoil hats. Like, No, sometimes I just think it's fun to believe this stuff though. It's exciting, you know what I mean? It's fun to believe. So I'm talking about how Elvis faked his death. What do you think of that straight off the bat? I don't know, because I feel like... Is the story of Elvis dying on the toilet legit? Yes. Because... Partly. I... I don't know. That feels like a really shady way to go. It feels like his worst enemy told the press that. You know what I mean? Like a man of such fame... It's not going to get outed that he died on the toilet. Let's get into it. Okay. Sources are Metro, SkepticalInquirer.org, Wikipedia, Facebook, a Facebook page that we'll get to, The Express, Time, Tron, Tron, C-H-R-O-N, Tron, TheWeek.co.uk, TheThings.com, and The Independent. So Elvis isn't the only celebrity that people think faked their death. Obviously, I know about Tupac. Tons. Tupac faking his death was one of the first conspiracies I ever got into. I went down a rabbit hole on that one, and honestly, I believe it because maybe I've read too much about it. You don't shut up about Tupac faking his death. Honestly, living with her, it's just like, good morning. Would you like some breakfast? Tupac faked his death. (laughs) There's also Michael Jackson, which I kind of believe, but only because of one photo. 
John Lennon, Jim Morrison, and probably every celebrity that's ever died. I 100% think think that Princess Diana's still alive from those TikToks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes, also that. I think people just want to believe that their favourite celebrity hasn't died. And I understand that. I get it. And I feel like you go to a lot of a lot of um, lengths to be like, they're still alive. It's denial, isn't it? One of the stages of grief. It's like when a band breaks up and you're like, they'll get back together and do a show and I'll go see it. To it's be like, fair, like, most bands do that because they want money and they're not making any all the time they're not together. Streaming? Uh-huh. Anyway, in case you've never heard, listened to music, talked to anyone... Been on the internet, heard of Elvis, watched a film, a minor overview on Elvis Presley. So Elvis Aaron Presley was born in 1935, and he's thought to be one of the most influential musicians and cultural icons of all time. The king of rock and roll, baby. In his lifetime, he won three Grammys, 21 number one songs were in the charts, and he had one child named Lisa Marie, who's also a musician, and crazy enough, she was married to Michael Jackson for a while. Wow. Also Nicolas Cage, but he's not really in the same category of super famous musicians. No, but he's still super famous, which is weird. Elvis died on the 16th of August, 1977, at the age of 42. The cause of death was a cardiac arrest. Some people say it was caused by a drug overdose, but there's lots of different theories and suggestions regarding the autopsy. I heard the um, America-phobic version. What do you mean? Like, he ate too many burgers and drank too many shakes. Yeah, me too. But I think that was just what you were told at school by other school kids. Yeah, I think it's just the British version. I think it's like, oh my goodness, America has food. You know what I mean? It's such a weird thing. It's so funny because, like, everyone here is chubby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, there are signs that he died while he was sat on the toilet because his body was found in, like, a crouched position on the bathroom floor. So he might not have been. He might have just been doing anything. He might have been doubled over in pain. But it kind of looks like he was sat and then he died and fell off of the toilet. But we can't confirm that. He wasn't found like sat on the toilet. Well, it's hard to tell as well because like with rigor mortis, like he basically different parts of your body go into rigor mortis at different times. So like it could have just looked like he was, his, his legs were like contracted. You know what I mean? Either way, his Wikipedia article also links to a list of people who died on the toilet. Oh my god. Which is really unfortunate. There aren't that many. Elvis was done dirty, man. They didn't need to report that, but they did. How else would you make the list? What list? Of famous people who've died on the toilet. Yeah, I'm I'm upset that there's even a list. (laughs) Anyway, shortly after his death, a man who looked suspiciously like Elvis, I think it might be the next day, was spotted at the Memphis International Airport and gave the name John Burroughs, which is the name Elvis would use to check into hotels to not allow people that he was there. That's a bit spooky. Apparently he was buying a one-way ticket to Argentina, which is also pretty sketchy. You were faking your own death. I guess you would go someplace totally random, totally out of the way, and lay low. I don't know, why wouldn't you... Why would you get a commercial flight? Well, because it's less... Uh, Elvis had a lot of money. It's less obvious. Yeah, but everyone knows Elvis. you joking. Why is Elvis Presley on a flight be like that, Elvis? Maybe he was wearing a disguise and... Was he wearing those glasses with the nose on? Yeah. Oh my God. And a, a wig. Elvis who? And he had a fake name. So why would you judge him? 
Oh my god, I'm not judging him. However, there wasn't just this one incident. So many people started talking about how they'd seen Elvis that it became a massive joke in the newspapers. So they would poke fun at people who were believing this and believing that he was still alive. One of the most extreme instances of an Elvis sighting was when the film Home Alone was released. People thought one of the extras in the airport scene looked an awful lot like Elvis, with a beard and a turtleneck. Are you joking? As if Elvis Presley, a man who has apparently faked his own death, is going to be like, yeah, sign me up to be an extra. I will show you the photo. In a Hollywood movie. I'll do that. I'll go this away. Is the photo. No. People still talk about this theory and show the photo online. I put it on social media at Myths Magic Pod. And that, to be fair, it does look like a slightly older version of him. It looks like the guy from the. Oh my goodness. Whoops. It looks like the guy from The Hangover. It doesn't look like Elvis. You joking? It, it looks kind of like him. He's got like very similar piercing eyes. But I don't think I'd be able to tell if you didn't point it out to me. I've never noticed before this. And there's the idea that if you rearrange the, le- the letters Kevin McAllister, the main character in Home Alone, Stop. it spells I, Mr. Elvis, act. But there's a few letters left over, so that one's a bit silly. That is awful. Take that back right now. The director commented on this on the DVD commentary and made a joke about it. And although it's pretty fun theory, it was discovered that the main, the man in Home Alone, sorry, was named Gary Grott, and he sadly passed away a few years back. Oh. And this was confirmed by his wife that he was the extra um, and in that and a few other movies. Apparently Gary and his family would, would joke about him being Elvis because they, they heard about the conspiracy. That's so funny, I love that. Apparently his family got hate for confirming that it was him, though, by people who believed that it was Elvis. Oh, leave Mr. Grott's family alone. This theory is so popular with Elvis fans, like, that he's still alive... There's a Facebook page called Elvis Presley is Alive, and it has over 30,000 likes. And its fans are very strongly believing that he's still there, he's still present. They still regularly post articles about how he's still alive and videos, like regularly. They posted like three days ago. There's, they keep his spirit alive by posting his songs. His photo is being like, this is not Elvis, this is a faker. It's kind of wholesome, uh, kind of wild. <laughs> This is so funny because we have a mutual friend who is obsessed with Elvis Presley and I feel like she is in charge of this Facebook. She runs the page. <laughs> what dedication though, man. Just grieve. Some people believe that Elvis is alive because there was a black helicopter landing at his mansion in Texas just a few hours before his body was discovered. People speculate that he was picked up from his home and taken to Bermuda. Not really sure why Bermuda, I guess just because it's quite far away, he could lay low. But this theory, I feel like kind of works out and makes sense because he was going to be taken away, he'd probably leave right before his body was discovered. But I can't find proof of this helicopter, and I guess another issue with this is like, it's not really very discreet. And also, Elvis was very, very famous. If there was a helicopter at his mansion, I feel like it wouldn't be too unusual. I imagine that... It was probably just the person that found Elvis's body. You know what I mean? Like, I imagine if you find a huge celebrity dead, there are a few people you're going to call before you call who you should call. That is that is true, yeah. That is true. Your, your first call is not going to the ambulance. Realistically. Yeah. It's hard to imagine how famous 
Elvis is slash was. Like, I feel like I can't get my head around it. It's it's next level. It's like if our queen dies, her time of death ain't going to be her time of death. Yeah, it's going to be different from the records. Yeah. Sure. There's there's so much like hidden stuff that goes on, and I know I sound like a massive conspiracy nut now, but it's just it's it's realistic. Unless there's like a possibility of saving the person, if you find someone dead on the ground and they've been dead for like a little while, you're gonna you're gonna do damage control for someone that famous. Yeah. There's also a theory that Elvis is preaching the word of God as a singing pastor in Arkansas. So there's a man named Bob Joyce who looks and sounds suspiciously like Elvis. So the photo I saw is kind of spooky. He looks like an older version of Elvis a lot. Um, again, I'll put it on social media. But there's a chance that some of the images were blended with photos of Elvis before he died so that, to make the theory more believable. Which checks out because when I found the photo, um, I was like, holy shit, I believe this. That's Elvis. I'll show you it. Yeah. Except then I saw another photo of this man and he looks like this. Oh. Which I don't think looks like Elvis at all, to be completely honest. He looks like Santa. He looks very polite. He does. But I'd um, invite him over. I to wouldn't chop say wood. it was Elvis. No. No, that's not Elvis. Photos um, of this guy, Bob, as I said, I was like, that's not the same person. But I guess because the original image that I saw was blended with it, I think people just want other people to believe in their theory, be part of their group. It makes sense. Another piece of evidence that theorists are super into is an image known as the pool house photo. So there's this picture that seems to show Elvis sat on the couch a few years after his death. This image was taken on New Year's Eve, 1977, by a photographer visiting the Graceland Meditation Garden. He took a photo of what looks to be like Elvis inside the house. Elvis's road manager said that the person in the photo was the security guard, but it does look kind of like Elvis. It's... However, not a very good photo because it was taken in the 70s. So it's definitely not HD. Um, you kind of have to go off of the general photo, like the general shapes and stuff. I will also show you that. So it's just an ink blot test. If I see Elvis, he's still alive. Oh, go away. I thought this one was kind of spooky. Go. You don't like it? No, it's just a white man. That's it. He's a white man with hair who <laughs> has a somewhat similar head shape. Are you joking? I don't know. Yeah, it's me, the thumb thumb from Spy Kids. You don't, you don't think? No. No, I don't think. It's just a man sat inside. Okay, well that one I feel like looks the most like him. But we'll see what you guys think. This one has not been debunked. Because there's no proof that it's actually the security guard. Which might mean that it's him. What do you mean it's not been debunked? It's not been bunked. It's just a photo of a man. <laughs> also, this one's quite funny. In 1999, Legoland opened in California and tons of people reported that they saw Elvis. But it was revealed that Legoland actually hired a bunch of Elvis impersonators. That's hilarious. Okay, here are my last ones and my personal faves. People think that Elvis is hinting that he's alive through his headstone. So his middle name is Aaron, but with one A, which is unusual because Aaron's usually spelt with two A's. A-A-R-O-N. Right, yeah. His name is spelled A-R-O-N. Yeah, yeah. 
However, on his headstone, it's spelt with two A's. Now you'd think that such an important man, he had a family, I presume, dealt with his headstone, tons of fans who were going to visit the grave, he's really famous. How on earth and why would you manage to spell his middle name wrong? Surely you would double check as the person who made that? I mean, perhaps the person doing the headstone got it wrong, right? And then it had been put up because, like, the family don't, like, position the headstones themselves. It had been put up. And then it was revealed at the funeral. And by that point, everyone and their mum's seen it. But surely if you had enough, um, as much money as the family do... They would just change it. Yeah, but it's I've... disrespectful to misspell someone's name, is it not? I don't think it's disrespectful, but like, yeah, I know what you're saying. But equally, I imagine this headstone has seen a lot of love. Do you know what I mean? True. Even from like the even from the first twenty four hours, because they're not going to be able to get another headstone done, put in place ten minutes after they've seen it. Like, I imagine people have hugged this headstone kissed this headstone, left gifts at this headstone. Well, some people believe that it's spelled wrong intentionally because Elvis was superstitious. And while having a headstone would make his death look much more believable, it would also be a bad omen for him to put his real name on it, which makes sense. So he spelled it wrong intentionally, as to not bring about bad luck, also as a way for true fans to know that he wasn't really dead. Some people debunk this by saying that he started spelling his name with two A's later in life, which is why it's written like that. Wouldn't you just put Elvis Presley, though? Well, no, you write someone's middle name on their headstone, don't you? Yeah, but I mean, like, if you were really that superstitious. True. We can go on together. (laughs) And last one, Elvis is the groundsman at Graceland. He returned many years after his fake death once he thought that he wouldn't be recognised because he was older. And this one, I guess, could accidentally tie into the the, um, the pool house photo. Oh, God. So on Elvis's 82nd birthday, there was an event at Grayson to celebrate him, and a video was taken. In the background, you can see a man with sunglasses, a beard, and a cap. <gasps> he has a white ponytail, and everyone thinks he looks like Elvis. I will show you of that. Of course they do, because it's a white man. Ooh... What do you think of that picture? I think it looks like a generic man. I guess it could be Elvis, right? I mean, any generic man could be Elvis by that logic. Apparently, people think he looks very much like Elvis and use this as definite proof that he's still alive. (laughs) I see it a bit. I also think it's kind of sketchy that that man has a beard and glasses and a hat. That's suspicious. Why is that suspicious? He's in disguise because he's at his own funeral. I don't... His eyes are so obvious, it would really catch him out. Really? Some people argue that he's too short to be Elvis, but it's just a video, so we'll never know. But some people think this is his twin, Jesse. He had a twin? So Elvis had an identical twin brother when he was born, who died at birth. Oh, God. This apparently haunted Elvis his entire life, greatly upset him because he had survivor's guilt, His mother once said that Elvis was living for two people, which may be what led him to have such a dysfunctional life later on. He was really upset by it, basically. But some theorists believe that Jesse, too, is alive and that Elvis used him as a body double during his career. 
There are a few interviews where fans point out that Elvis's mannerisms are different, his eyes are a different colour, or his pinky finger is different. People think that Jesse has a straight finger, whereas Elvis's finger was crooked. Look. They point out that in this video, or these videos, it's obviously not Elvis, and he's using his twin for these interviews. And I saw it on Facebook too. People being sharing a photo and everyone being like, this is Jesse because he has brown eyes. This doesn't look like Elvis. It's different. I thought Elvis had brown eyes. Different eyes, I guess. Oh. Okay. I am not 100% against that. However, realistically, what is the likelihood of you hiding a twin for that many years? I think what's suspicious about that is you Elvis didn't know he was going to be immensely famous when he was exactly. like 10. His parents wouldn't have hidden the other boy away. That's not a That's thing. what I'm saying. Yeah, like for that many years, no one to know about his twin. Are you joking? Or did they homeschool him? They keep him locked away. There are even YouTube videos of Elvis singing that are titled Elvis or Jesse singing, you know, insert song here, because he acts different on stage. So it's presumed that his secret twin was there. Okay, it's more likely that he was just suffering from a hangover. But if he had that much survivor's guilt, perhaps he was like, it's time for Elvis to die and Jesse to live. You know what I mean? Maybe. Or like, maybe, a new theory. Yeah, maybe he was like, I am sick of all of this fame, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel like I deserve this because I shouldn't have been the one that lived. I'm going to give, I'm going to live the life that Jesse deserved. You know what I mean? That's an interesting one. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't think I believe this, sorry. But like, That's okay. If I were going to believe a conspiracy, I would probably believe that. My job is to encourage you to believe. There's nothing I can do to force it. <laughs> People who believe Jesse was Elvis's body double, but don't think that Elvis is still alive, seem to believe that it was actually Jesse with the ponytail at Elvis's birthday celebration in Graceland. So Elvis is dead, but Jesse's still alive, and that's what everyone is seeing. Fair. And it was kind of odd because one comment on that video, like some people were saying this is Jesse because he's got these parts of him, or like Elvis is dead, this is Jesse. I'm not sure how that's more rational, but you know, that's what people are saying. One person was like, Elvis doesn't have a ponytail, so this is Jesse. Oh, and I'm like, stop how do it. you know that Elvis doesn't have a ponytail? Hair grows. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> so why do people think he faked his own death? Presumably because fame got too much for him. I mean, I like your theory too. There was a lot of pressure on him to release music and perform. And even if he retired, he was so famous he would never be forgotten about. I mean, evidently we're talking about him right now. Yeah. And if he could never escape the massive amount of fame he had, how would he live a normal life as an old man? You, you couldn't. It's the same idea for like many celebrities that have thought to fake their death, you know, just to get away from the fame. I don't know, though, because I feel like with some celebrities, I'm like, if you'd have continued living, you would have faded out. But where you died, you've been remembered. Interesting, yeah. It's like, there are, you know, fantastic artists out there that have unfortunately passed away but realistically like let's take Nirvana for example absolutely fabulous band he should not have died so young but if you think about how many bands from that era are remembered today like played on the radio today 
There are a good few. There are a few. But I understand they're not as famous as Nirvana, but that's because they're not as good. Bias because they're my favorite band. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like Amy Winehouse. Absolutely fantastic. Heard her on the radio earlier. Fabulous. If you're looking at like who else was around at that time though, realistically with all of the new artists that we've had, with all of the changes in music that we've had, yeah, okay, you know, she probably would have changed it up, but she wouldn't have been as famous as she is today. I guess it's hard to imagine though. If you're Elvis, you're 43, you know, you've, you're you so famous and you're like, you know what? I just want to live in a little house and I want to, you know, fish and I want to grow old. I don't want people to bother me anymore. I'm sick of it. You're not going to think, oh, maybe in 10 years people will forget about me. You're going to think like people are going to come to my door at night because I'm Elvis and there's nothing I can do about that other than leave. Okay, just as a PSA, if you need a little break, don't fake your own death. If I ever die, mysteriously, I'm in Cuba. Why Cuba? That's where Tupac is. Oh, for the love of God. Also, many people believe that he was connected to the Mafia. There's even a best-selling book about it called Elvis is Alive, written by Gail Brewer Giorgio, who said that she poured through FBI files to come to the conclusion that Elvis went into witness protection because of his ties to the Mafia. She said... The FBI enlisted Elvis as an undercover agent to infiltrate a criminal organization known as the Fraternity. Elvis volunteered because of his love of America, so he went undercover. However, once they found out that he was a mole, he had to fake his death and leave the country to protect himself. There's no proof of this, of course, because it's the FBI. But again, it's the FBI. They could have hidden the information once it got out. I don't really think the FBI is recruiting pop stars. Oh, you never know. He loves America. (laughs) Is Elvis Captain America? New theory. (laughs) And last but not least, Elvis is alive because he's actually in a bunker with Michael Jackson. I quit the show. Some theorists say there's a bunker right below Graceland that houses Michael Jackson and Elvis and other dead celebrities. There is nothing else on that one, but I thought it was fun and I should add it. Fair enough. And that's everything I have. What do you think? Let's do this girl scale. How scary? One. This is not a scary thing. You don't think it's scary? No. What is scary about this? A man could possibly still be alive. How dangerous is Elvis? Uh, one. <laughs> he's He seemed nice. How likely is it that he's still alive? I'm going to say two. Okay. Sorry I'm rating this so No, low. no, no, no. What are your ideas? Come on, hit me with them. Uh, well, I've got the idea of, you know, survivor's guilt... So he faked his own death to, I don't know, right the wrongs of his past, if that makes sense. I'll try and wrap that up. For yeah, I don't really, I don't really know how to, uh, how to describe that shorter. Um, he's dead. I suppose witness protection, although I can't see the FBI, instead of going for people that they've trained and relied on for years, just going, global pop sensation Elvis Presley... <laughs> We'd love you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it feels a bit sketchy, but, you know, whatever. I suppose there's always fame got too much. Uh, I don't really know, man. So you don't believe it? No, I just... Yeah, it's a real shame that he died, because he was fantastic. But I feel like when people start being like, 
it was because he was involved in the mafia. Look, a white man wearing a hat. It's Elvis. It just feels a bit crazy. You know? It, it's, it feels a bit wild. It feels a bit out there. It's just a bit too much. If someone was like, yeah, Elvis might be alive, you know, there are so many people on the planet. We don't, we, we don't have the names of every single person alive right now. Mm. Like, someone doesn't know that you exist. Well, they should listen to my podcast. <laughs> but I know you exist. You know what I mean? Someone might know Elvis, just under a different name. True. But, I don't know, I just can't... He was so big that I'm like, someone must recognise him. And it's gone to the papers and the papers are like, oh my god, I'm going to get so much money if I run this story about Elvis really being alive. Because don't get me wrong, the media is skewed, yeah. And the media is going to try and hide things that the media does not want you to see. But equally, people want to make money. Imagine you're the paper that outs that Elvis Presley is still alive. I think a hard part of this as well is that I saw a few articles where people were like, I saw Elvis after he was supposed to be dead. So I went home to get my camera. Because obviously he died in the 70s. People couldn't just pull out their phones and be like, that's Elvis, I'll take a pic. Yeah. It was a lot of effort, so there aren't that many photos of it around the time when all of the people were coming out saying it. So while I'm not saying that it makes it more believable, it does mean that there's a lot of evidence that could have been missing. People who were saying that they saw him don't actually have any proof. I suppose, and I get that. But, on the other hand, there are a lot of tourists, constantly. Especially trying to find the king. You know what I mean? Someone's gotta have a camera. Are you joking? Like I don't in, know. In airports and stuff, like you're saying, he the day after the news broke that Elvis Presley died, someone apparently saw him in an airport but did not have a camera. I mean, how many people had cameras ready to take a picture in 1977? I don't know, man. When did those like disposable ones come in? It was later, right? Mm, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not too sure about the history of cameras. But still, I feel like there'd be more people sort of grouping together being like... Disposable cameras came out in 1986. Oh, damn. So it was around then. Camera-wise. Um. <laughs> Good. Good filler. Cameras. What are you saying? Cameras were there. What kind? Oh man, I don't know. Like Polaroids? When were they? Yeah, Polaroids. Or, and digital cameras. See, this is what I'm saying. Someone must have had a camera, or there must be groups of people that, like, how many people do you see in an airport? Hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds of people. There were some disposables, apparently, but the one that we used to, like, the one that was really common was less used. I'm so sorry if you're from 1970 and you know so much about cameras. You're screaming at us. For the love of God, guys. I don't know. I just, I think there would be more legit claims and more legit proof that wasn't just some guy that looks kind of like Santa. And everyone's like, it's Elvis. That man wearing sunglasses and a hat? Crazy. We'll check out the photos online and let us know what you think. Give us a comment, please. 
Do give it. us a rating on iTunes. Give us a five star, big old rating on iTunes, and say in the comment, Elvis is alive and nothing else. <laughs> to confuse potential listeners. That is what I enjoy doing the most. And what you should enjoy doing the most is not listening before bed. Listen before bed. <laughs>